so, folks, we've called this evening A Star is Born. I wonder what we're talking about uh, with that title. What did we have in mind? Is it the, the star uh, over the stable in Bethlehem? Is it the Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga film? Or is it Jesus Christ, the one whom we might call the, the star of this whole Christmas story? Well, I need to tell you at the start, we're not going to talk a whole lot about the first one. We're going to talk a good bit about the second one, particularly as the movie helps us to think, maybe with fresh lenses, about uh, Jesus, uh, the, the star at the heart of the Christmas story. It's a great movie. Anybody seen it? I can hardly see out there, so I'm looking to see a show of hands. A few, yeah, a few people have seen it. Um, it seems to be a big deal, the, the story of this film, uh, because it's not a new idea. Uh, the film has been remade four times um, for different generations. So in 1976, we had Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson. Now that is a movie poster, isn't it? Look at that. The good, the good old days of the 70s. In the 50s, we had Julie Gardeland and James Mason. I'm not going to ask for a show of hands who went to see that one, but we can reach further back to 1937 for the first A Star is Born, Janet Gaynor and Frederick March. The very fact that the film, the story's been retold four times, I think is quite telling. There, there must be something quite timeless in, in the themes there's something about the, this story, it's a, it's a very human story, uh, and it speaks to us about our lives. Each generation seems to, to want to come back to it. Rather than me trying to give you a synopsis of the film, I thought the best thing to do is just quickly show you the official trailer for A Star is Born. That'll help us as we go further this evening. So watch this for a second, and we'll come back to it. Maybe it's time to let the old ways down Maybe it's time to let the old ways down It takes a lot to change, man Hell, it takes a lot to try You know, man, in the old days I always knew, like, you were gonna do something That you'd be all right it's the first time I'm worried about you. Can I ask you a personal question? Okay. Tell me something, girl. Do you write songs or anything? I don't sing my own songs. Why? I just don't feel comfortable. Why wouldn't you feel comfortable? Almost every single person has told me they liked the way I sounded, but that they didn't like the way I look. I think you're beautiful. What? I just want to take another look at you. In all the good times I find myself longing for change. Here's what we're gonna do. You come sing that song that I love. No, I can't do that. Here, no. come on, here we go. Oh, Jack, it's not funny. <laughs> look at me. All you gotta do is trust me. That's all you gotta do.
Um, folks, so you'll, you'll see this is not a Christmas movie. This is not Home Alone or, or The Grinch. There's nothing Christmassy about it, and other than the, the idea of the star and the title. But as I've already said, it's about life. And I'm going to suggest that there are some very big themes in this movie that help us to think about what Jesus coming into the world really might mean. Take, for example, the start of the movie. It begins with the Bradley Cooper character, uh, this rock star, Jackson Maine, and he's on a, a stage uh, in front of a huge audience with a, a big sound system and bright lights uh, in front of his adoring fans. Within five minutes at the start of the movie, he's come down from that stage, he's left the concert venue, he's got into his limo, and he stumbles into a bar on the way home. And the guys in the bar, they, they can't quite believe their luck when they see him. Oh my God, it's Jackson Maine. The, the kind of response if, if some super famous person walked into a, a small gathering where you and I were. It turns out it's a, a drag bar. So you have this alpha male rock star and he's come off his stage and he's ended up in the most unlikely of places. If you think about it for a second, it's not unlike the journey that Jesus Christ made the first Christmas time when he came into the world. He's the Son of God. He's the, the centerpiece of the whole universe. He lives in glory beyond the limits of time and space. But he left that stage where he was the big star and he came down, way down, to where the ordinary people are. And he came to some very unlikely places. I don't know if you know that about Jesus. He, he got a bad reputation among the religious people because he chose to keep bad company. He ended up in unlikely places with unlikely people. The, the religious leaders, they called him a friend of sinners. Uh, they meant to insult him by that. But, but Jesus wore that as a badge of honor. This thing about Jesus coming down like this, it's, it's extraordinary. The guys who met Jesus when he walked on this earth and who realized who he was would have been every bit as amazed as the guys in that drag bar who met Jackson Maine. If the phrase was as much in circulation then as it is now, I can only imagine that a whole lot of people when they met Jesus would have been saying, oh my God, and I can imagine him smiling and saying, yep, that's me. And I've come a long way to be with you. It's wonderful when you, you watch the, the movie that, that we're thinking about here this evening to see what happens when Jackson Maine meets Ali, the female lead character in the movie played by Lady Gaga. Uh, that evening in the drag bar, when, when he stumbles in there, uh, there are different people who take to the stage and sing, but Ali is one of them. And when Jackson Maine sees her sing, he's blown away. He wants to meet her. So after, after she has been on stage, they have their first encounter together, and it was, it was used um, as sort of the centerpiece of the wee trailer that we watched a few moments ago. So you have Jackson Maine, this super songwriter, talking to this unknown uh, singer 
in a bar, can I ask you a personal question? Do you write any songs or anything? I don't write my own songs or sing my own songs. Why don't you sing your own songs? Because I don't feel comfortable. And why don't you feel comfortable? Because almost every person has told me that they like the way I sound, but they don't like the way I look. I think you're beautiful. It's a glorious scene because it goes right to the heart of the thing that, that we all wonder about, our deepest human longing. It deals with a question that we carry around and sometimes manage to bury a little bit beneath the surface. Am I okay? Am I accepted? I couldn't help but wonder when I was watching the, the movie whether some of this wasn't a little autobiographical, uh, and I mean that for Lady Gaga. People didn't like the way she looked. You have a big nose, they say. You can't be a star. We don't accept you. Whenever Jackson Maine walks into the bar that evening and tells Ali that she's beautiful, nose and all, when he tells her that he accepts her just the way she is, he takes her and he turns her world upside down. It's beautiful to see her, her joy. She can't, she can't believe her luck. You can hear it in the songs. Look what I've found, somebody who loves me. Look what I've found, somebody who cares. Uh, or another line in another song, you found the light in me that I couldn't find. Folks, when Jesus Christ came into the world, he accepted every single person he ever met. With him, the nobodies became somebodies. The down and outs were lifted up and welcomed in. There, there was, you know, a couple of examples. There was a Samaritan woman at the well that Jesus spoke to. Jesus was a religious leader, and for him to do what he did in his culture, it's a bit like maybe somebody like me standing in the middle of Ballyhackamore in the middle of the rush hour talking to an East European sex worker, somebody who was known with that kind of a reputation. What would people say Jesus didn't care. He bowled her over. Look what I found. Somebody who loves me. Look what I found. Somebody who cares. Or there was the blind guy at the side of the road. Ironically, although he's blind, it's the crowd who can't see him. But when Jesus passes by, he sees him. And he calls him over. Jesus, Jesus notices him and he accepts him. Loves him and he heals him. And again, this guy's blown away. You found the light in me that I couldn't find. Folks, this is Jesus Christ. This is the person we're talking about this Christmas season. He's the one who comes and he says, I've come a long way to be with you. But he also says, I accept you just as you are. The sweet spot in the movie for me isn't the sort of rock star stuff at the start or, or some of the very dramatic stuff at the end. It's some quite gentle stuff in the middle of the movie. It's where Jackson Maine begins to encourage Ali in her songwriting 
and he invites her into his team. In the middle of the trailer, we saw a scene where, where Jackson invites Ali to sing a song with him on stage. Actually, what he's done is he's taken a song that she had started to write. They'd been uh, talking about it, and, and he'd heard a little bit of her writing. Then he takes the song, and he finishes it. And in one of his big concerts with a big crowd, he invites her up onto the stage to sing it uh, along with him. It's brilliant. What I love about it, he invites her to play her part. He lets her join him in his team. He not only accepts her, he says, come on, come and be a part of what I'm doing. Jesus wants you on his team. Did you know that? He doesn't just want to come and to be with us. He doesn't just say, I accept you. It's even better than that. He says, come, join me. I want you on my team. A lot of people don't know this part of the Christian story very well. Uh, sometimes we imagine that if we somehow get involved in religion, that we make a lot of sacrifices and our life uh, maybe shrinks a bit. Or if we come to Jesus, life gets smaller and smaller. There's, there's things we have to give up and and all of that, nothing could be further from the truth. Actually, the truth about what Jesus wants for us is so good that most of us have a hard time believing it. Jesus doesn't want fans, people who'll, you know, applaud him from a distance. He wants apprentices, people who'll be right beside him. One of our local East Belfast writers, C.S. Lewis, he, I think he understood this very well, and he put it very memorably when he said that the whole point of the Christian church was to make little Christs. People who had so much of the, the spirit and the life of Jesus in them that they started to look and act like Jesus. We're talking this evening here about this idea, you know, a star is born, and I hope it's becoming clear to you by now that the star that we're thinking of is, is Jesus. But listen, we could just be talking about you as well. You see, whenever Jesus Christ lived among us, he, he was known as the light of the world. But the interesting thing Jesus did, he took on this title, yes, I'm the light of the world, but he turned to his friends around him, his disciples, those who followed him, and he said, you are the light of the world. Later on, the, the New Testament writer, the Apostle Paul, would write to a bunch of Christians in a city called Philippi in, in Greece, and he said to them, he told them that they could shine like stars in the universe because of the spirit of Jesus in them. Folks, this baby being born is no small thing. Do you see what he's saying to us? I've come a long way to be with you. I accept you just as you are. I want you on my team to be the light of the world and stars in a night sky. If you've seen the, the movie A Star is Born, or even if you've paid attention as we watched the trailer earlier in our service, you will know that we haven't told the full story just yet. We have noticed that it's a, a beautiful story of acceptance. Uh, we've seen that it's an inspiring story of one person helping another to begin to realize their dreams. 
But that's not the whole story. A Star is Born is a heartbreaking trail, tale of, of human tragedy. Without giving too much away, for those of you who, who want to, to watch the film at some stage, we could simply say that, that Jackson Maine, who wants to, to help Ali, who wants to lift her up uh, and to save her, he, he struggles finally to, to save himself. He's got his own demons to deal with, and he, he doesn't seem to be able to, to get the better of them. The story is tragic, desperately sad. Folks, we would be living a lie this evening, or would be living in denial, if we didn't recognize that, that human life, our lives, the, the lives of people whom we love, they're often full of heartache. People we know today are dealing with tragedy. Our, our own lives might be the ones that are desperately sad. Yes, we'd love to help those around us to be the one who comes along and, and picks somebody else up. But the truth is, a lot of the time, we can't even keep a handle on ourselves. We need help from beyond ourselves. We need help from heaven. This is one last place where Jesus Christ answers all of our deepest human desires. He came to help us, to save us. Whenever the angel came that first Christmas, whenever the angel spoke first to Mary, the mother of Jesus, and then to Joseph, the angel told them what they should call the child. Call him Jesus, because he'll save his people from their sins. Jesus means God saves. That's who Jesus is. He's a, he's a savior. He's a rescuer. That's why he came, to rescue me from all my sins, from all the bad ways that I relate to myself, to you, to the world, and to God. He's come to help me with my, my addictions and to set me free. So there's a, another thing that Jesus says to us this Christmas season. He doesn't just say, I've come a long way to be with you. I accept you just as you are. I want you on my team. But he also says, I've come to save you. Maybe you've been listening this evening and you've started to wonder, this is all about Jesus and what he's done. He's come a long way. He's rescued me. He accepts me. He's inviting me onto his team. But what do I do? How do I receive this, this life that Jesus has come to bring? How do I respond? One last look at the movie. At the very start of the trailer we watched this evening, Jackson Maine sings a, a gentler ballad. Maybe it's time to let the old ways die. That was certainly true for him. There was, there was stuff in his life that, that he had to, to let die. But folks, it's true for us too. Jesus invites us to come to him, but he doesn't invite us to come for a gentle makeover. Come, be with me, stay broadly as you are, and we'll, we'll put a bit of foundation on to cover some of the cracks. No. He, he calls it repenting. What he asks us to do is to, instead of going this direction, to do a 180, 
to, to throw a U-turn, instead of going away from, from God and God's purposes for us, to come back. Instead of saying, I'm going to live life my way, we come back to God in Jesus and we say, I'm going to start living your way. I finally am ready to live the life you created me for. Folks, whenever we come to Jesus, it, it certainly is true. It's time for the old ways to die. Folks, I, I wonder uh, if there's somebody here this evening and you're ready to take the plunge. You're ready to get out of the shallows and to dive into the, the deep, a new life with Jesus. That's what he means when he talks about faith. Jesus Christ is calling us out of the shallows out of the half-life that we can live without him, into the, the depths, the fullness of life that only he offers, the life that we were created for, to be the stars that he will help us to be. So this evening, we're remembered that a star is born. His name is Jesus. And he says to each one of us, I have come a long way to be with you, to save you. I accept you just as you are. I want you in my team. Now repent, turn around, and trust me. Are you up for that? Is this Christmas the time when you're going to start following Jesus? Jesus.